0: Hello and welcome to Freedom and 4 Paws, the show where we hear inspiring stories from amazing people travelling the world and living their best
1: life, often with their pets in tow. From slow mads to digital nomads, house and pet sitters, expats and families with their dogs on the road. In this podcast, find out how travel can truly set you free. Hello, it's Cooper and Sarah, and one question that Sarah and I are often ask the most from family and friends And that's which country do we enjoy living in the most australia or england England. australia Australia. if we're being honest it's not an easy question to answer both countries have unique qualities to offer even though both australia and england are home to wonderful landscapes beautiful scenery great food and bustling cities they're both very different destinations and as many Australians will agree, there's something attractive that draws us to the UK. So if you're an Australian citizen and you're thinking about relocating to the United Kingdom, well, this video is for you. Today we're going to look at the Ancestry Visa as an option for relocating from Australia to the United Kingdom.
0: But first, a quick bit about our channel. We are travellivelearn.com and youtube.com travellivelearn. We talk a lot about freedom through travel, creative living and remote workings.
1: There are many Australians who have some link to the UK and this may be an opportunity for you to relocate to the United Kingdom as an Australian. I'm applying for the ancestry visa and Sarah will jump onto mine as an unmarried partner. To apply, you need to fulfill the following criteria.
0: So you need to be Australian or a member of the Commonwealth. You will have a grandparent who was Mm. born in the UK. Um, It's it's during a specific period of time. So the ancestral visa, um, those who are eligible for it are probably dwindling. I think it's Cooper's kind of, you're, you're the last generation. There's a complete list. If you search for UK ancestry visa, it will tell you the criteria that you need to meet to apply.
1: Now online it all seems pretty straightforward and simple, but there is a fair bit of research and paperwork that you need to submit to apply for your visa.
0: It is straightforward, um, especially the um, Ancestry visa that Cooper's eligible for, but it does take time. So, pretty much the steps you need to take. It's simple. You you look up the UK Ancestry visa online, follow the links, uh, input your details, and then it will take you through the application process. So there's, there's a lot of paperwork that you want to pull together to prove that you are eligible for this so this will include um your you know your birth certificate and your grandparent most importantly Mm -hmm. who is from the uk Uh, you'll need financial statements to show that you have money in the bank to back yourself while you're getting established in the uk planning to work in the uk maybe you've got some emails from exchanges with recruiters or perhaps your workplace is sending you to the uk to work the other thing that you need to pull together is a
1: list of places that you have traveled to in the past 10 years this is where facebook was very handy for sarah and i because we've forgotten a lot of the places that we travel to and if you look at the uh, photos on facebook they actually have the date below which makes it a bit easy for you
0: for us it was a bit more complicated in that we have lived in the uk mm-hmm. what twice before beginning from around 2010 so uh if you're in Australia and someone says to you oh I've traveled to Europe a lot that might sound a bit odd but when you're based in the UK it's so easy to come and go so you are asked two different travel questions one is um about the times you've come and gone from the UK itself which for us had been quite a few because we'd gone to on quick weekends away to Europe but then there's another question around um other parts of the world too so if you are applying as a partner, you'll want to sit down and um, as Cooper said, go through Facebook, Dropbox, your phone to get the approximate dates um, of when you've come and gone on various trips. But our big piece of advice is with the Ancestry Visa, you need to apply within three months of when you intend to travel. strongly recommend that you use the three months just to alleviate any stress gives you
1: time to gather your paperwork get into your and biometrics make sure you don't book your flight until you receive your visa we um, made the mistake of booking our flight first
0: well if we didn't book flights it was just getting more and more expensive so mm. we were kind of forced to book flights for the period that we knew we needed to leave the ancestral visa is supposed to take three to six weeks mm. to be processed it's around three weeks but because there's so much going on in the world, they said to us, you know, they might need a bit extra time. As it turned out, it was about four weeks. That included the holidays, so um, I think
1: that was... A total of 34 days.
0: That was pretty good. The stressful part, though, is just the waiting. There's no real way to track the the progress of your visa and and you know where your passport is and the cost of this particular visa is around um a thousand australian dollars plus you need to pay your nhs surcharge which
1: is covers you for five years access to the nhs okay the fun part when you're applying for your ancestry visa and you'd like your unmarried partner to jump onto yours
0: we've been to the uk twice before both times we've worked with an immigration lawyer in Mm. london to support our visa applications which meant that while we had to gather all the admin and the paperwork they were guiding us on exactly what we needed to do and they were managing dates and deadlines and things.
1: Less stressful.
0: Yeah it's less stressful but way more expensive. I'm not sure you can see, we've got a little um, Westy dog sitting in between us here trying to sleep. So we've got an extra expense this time of um, arranging him to come with us, which we'll talk about in another video. But because of that extra expense, we decided to apply for these visas um, ourselves this time. Because I'd never done this before, we'd never done this before. I just assumed that as part of the application for the ancestry Mm. visa, that somewhere along the line, I would put my details in and the partner visa would be linked with that application. While my details were included on Cooper's application as his partner, we got to the end of his application paid and everything. And I'm like, oh, where do I apply for mine? (laughs) You have to apply for the visa separately. Separately. Once again, Googled Ancestry Visa, followed the breadcrumbs through um, to discover links that took us through to um, applications for dependents or partners. And you follow the link through to the option that says that you want to join a family member who is either already in the UK or is planning to go to the UK. So that was Cooper. And then the next was um, ticking the fact that um, Cooper's was a non-points-based work visa. So if you're applying for this exact combination, um, the UK Ancestry visa is a non-points-based work visa. So from there, similar process to what Cooper's was, um, had to fill in the travel details again, so the history of travel, dig up my birth certificates and and evidence that I am who I am, that I have money in the bank and that I have a job and do, you know, intend to work in the UK with Cooper, pull all that paperwork together. But the additional piece that we needed to arrange was, and I did follow um, the packet that um, our immigration lawyers had pulled together. So they had encouraged us to grab a selection of photos so from over the years we printed them on um, some a4 pieces of paper and wrote the dates of when they were for us it was pretty obvious we've been together because there's like photos where we look really young Fabulous. <laughs> and then now um, and then um, we pulled together bank statements um, mortgage documents utility bills mm. anything from over the past uh, few years um, for us we went about about 10 years but I think you only need to prove two years um, anything that had our joint names on it that showed we we have been together and that we are a legitimate couple. It's better to be over prepared. We also I, I kind of copied what the immigration lawyers had done they had written like a letter that was the introduction that said you know Cooper and Sarah this this, and this and um, so we copied that um, and I wrote a letter the representing our situation and what we planned to do um, the reason why we had come back to Australia in the first place so a quick bit of background Hey, fellow travel and pet lovers, if you found your way here, we wanted to let you know that there's even more great free resources available for you to make the most of your house sitting, pet sitting and digital nomad experiences. Join thousands of other like-minded people in our Facebook group. Head on over to our page, it's Travel, Live, Learn, and follow the links to our group from there. Once you've done that, Hop on over to travellivelearn.com and sign up for our free VIP mailing list and you'll score a host of excellent freebies. We've got terrific guides in there on house sitting and pet sitting, there's cheat sheets, there's copy templates that enable you to craft your winning pet sit application. We've got a house sit guide template in there as well. Now these are all the questions that you need to have answered before you sit somewhere. And in a handy twist of fate, if you're a homeowner, as well as a pet sitter, perhaps, this will also double as a welcome guide that you can um, offer pet sitters coming to your home to stay. And finally, there is an exclusive 25% off code to join trusted house sitters. All the details are at travellivelearn.com. We would have actually applied for our indefinite leave to remain. So that was after the five years lived in the UK. Um, we were fully planning to apply for the indefinite leave to remain, but we were two months off that Damn. when um, unfortunately my father became ill and we needed to come back to Australia and that was right as COVID was happening. So we got locked into Australia. So we had to start again in Australia. So we are always kind of hoping we might get to go back and finish what we started in the UK. And now that opportunity has presented itself, pull all your contents together. It's mm-hmm. follow the same steps. But again, this is why we wish
1: we had have given some more time to, to bring that to life. And just remember, uh, there was one section on their ceremony pay paying the NHS. Mm. Um, we didn't pay so enough. We had
0: clocked that I was charged far less, and it looks like the equivalent of one year that I was charged for. There was no other way around this, there was no option to pay for more or anything like that. So we paid that, but through the application process, um, probably about a week before our visas actually came back to us, I had received an email from uh, I think it was the NHS or the Visa Application Centre in Sheffield in the UK saying that they were going through the visa application and I had underpaid, Mm. um, which totally freaked me out (laughs) um, because it had been beyond our control and we had clocked it. They just sent me a link to pay the rest. And so I quickly did that. And then there was an email address that said to email back um, to let them know that that the extra had been paid. Didn't receive any validation that that was all good, but seven days later, the visas did turn up. So if it happens to you, don't panic and freak out like I did, just follow the process and um, it should be absolutely fine. So, um, but yeah, we think that's that's an important piece of information to share because that happened to us and it was completely beyond our control partner visa that was a bit more of a complicated um, piece of the puzzle but we did make it work um, and we got our visas back so now i feel like maybe immigration lawyer is you know on my career path for the future
1: i suppose one of the questions that a lot of people are thinking sarah is how much does all of this cost and if we're being honest, it's not very cheap. There's no doubt it's a massive hit up front. Like, it's an investment.
0: Yeah it's, yeah, it's financially, it's a hit up front, but we, exactly, a lovely word, we look at it as an investment. The NHS surcharge is very expensive, but it's four or five years. Um, it does give you access to the healthcare system in the UK. Across the space of five years, It's it's probably reasonable, I think, for the opportunity to live and work in another country, especially a great one like Great Britain.
1: A shout out to all our fellow creative travellers out there who've taken your work on the road. How awesome is it to have the freedom to live, travel and work wherever we want, whenever we want.
0: Now, house and pet sitting as a way of life is something we talk a lot about on Freedom and Four Paws. And we know that many of you who are living this lifestyle are also what we'd call digital nomads. We're constantly blown away by the inspiring stories we hear from people all around the world who have embraced this type of lifestyle and, importantly, are successful at it.
1: There are so many amazing stories out there. Is yours one of them?
0: If you're a digital nomad or creative who's taken your work on the road and you want to get your story out there but not sure how, our partner team at Exhale Media Group want to help.
1: Exhale Media Group's mission is to help you tell your story so you can continue to inspire others to achieve freedom.
0: Yep. If this sounds like you, get in touch if you want support with designing your own channels like a blog or social media to share your story. Maybe you need to create a strategic communications or project plan for your business development. Exhale Media Group can help. Do you want advice on how to score PR and media opportunities so you can share your stories for the world to hear? Exhale Media Group can sort you out with that too. Exhale Media Group can help you to develop a content calendar to ensure your channels are always brimming with relevant, helpful content that showcases the inspiration you're bringing to the world. And they can provide personalized storytelling coaching to help you find your confidence, voice, and story. All
1: the details you need are over at exhalemediagroup.com. Send an inquiry and mention the Freedom and Four Paws podcast for 20% off any purchase service. Visit exhalemediagroup.com. Now, the final part of the application, that is booking in for your biometrics identification where they take your photo and your mm. fingerprints.
0: This is all part of the application process as well. So once you've gone through and applied for your visa, whether you're the ancestry visa holder or the partner visa, you pay your application fee, you pay an NHS health surcharge, and then the final bit is you will book in for your biometrics. Now in Australia, there is a um, a visa office, VFS, that you can go to in all capital cities. So we went to the um, VFS in Brisbane. The downside of the Brisbane office mm. at this point in time, it's based in Spring Hill, it doesn't offer the expediated service. It's something that's something actually that we would have paid for. It's I, I think the service is a couple of hundred dollars, but it means you get your decision within a, a few like days. Three or
1: four days. Yeah,
0: it alleviates a lot of stress. So yeah. if you do have that budget, it's probably worth it. But you can only do that, I think it was Sydney, Melbourne, and I want to say Perth, but it's it's online anyway. But as Cooper said, this is about getting your mugshot and your fingerprints. Um, but you take your packet of evidence in. So this is where you'll take your passport. They do take your passport and send it to immigration, UK immigration, Um, but you have everything that you have said that you will give as evidence. Another piece of advice I think we'd give is we had, because we'd applied separately or you had to apply separately, Mm -hmm. they're two separate applications. We'd pulled together all of our evidence in a lovely, organised um you know bound folder (laughs) um there can't be any staples or anything um so just keep it really neat but um, because it all gets scanned through to uk immigration but we had everything beautifully ordered and neat um ready under cooper's name and my name and i'd actually arranged duplicate copies of bank statements and all sorts of things um in case we had to go into our um uh, Appointment separately as it turned out we did not we went in as a pair and they actually submitted the application as one so you actually don't need to duplicate anything pull all your paperwork together um but just order it as one application for both mm-hmm. of you because um, yeah i was a little bit worried that things would be submitted out of order because um in the end there was there was content pulled from your folder wasn't there and then like madly pulling things from from my application that i'd pulled together so you could get all of that neatly ordered as one application and then you have no worries about anything getting out of place but you know we're pretty organized so i think well it obviously ended up um working in the end
1: (laughs) because 34 days later we received our visas yay if you found this video helpful please hit the subscribe like and notifications buttons Hey, part two coming up, sorry London, we're going to show you how you I can just want to sleep. <laughs> transport a dog from Australia to England.
0: Thanks for joining us on the Freedom and Four Paws podcast. This production has been inspired by our awesome Facebook community. Join the group by searching Pets and House Sitting Travel and Digital Nomads or find the group via the link on our Facebook page, Travel Live Learn.
1: This podcast is brought to you by travellivelearn.com. Visit the site today to find out more about this podcast, access show notes, and sign up to our mailing list for free house and pet sitting application templates, guides, and a 25% off registration code for trusted house sitters.
0: If you love this content and want more of it, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast service. You can find us on YouTube too. Look up Travel Live Learn. Until next time, give your pet a pat from us and say yes to that next adventure.